You like coffee, right? I like coffee. Everyone drinks coffee. If you want to get some specialty coffee and home brewing supplies with free weekday, same-day delivery throughout Winnipeg, check out Never Better Coffee. Visit their website at neverbettercoffee.ca to find out how to drink better coffee at home and get your favorite coffees delivered citywide. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, here I am doing another remote call, which is really all I do now because this is our dystopian future we all live in. But um, I'm here on the line with uh, members of a band who have been on the show, I think, a couple times now over the years, but this is the first time in a while. So I think maybe the best way to get it started is if you want to just introduce yourselves and what you do in the band, we can sort of take it from there. Great, I'll start then. I'm Tabitha. I play keyboards. My name is Chris. I sing. My name's Curtis. I play bass. And what does the rest of the band look like at this point? I mean, who, I know you've had a few lineup changes over the years. They're very short. Yeah? Is that... <laughs> well, who are we missing? Uh, we're missing Lindsay, who, uh, who you know, and uh, we're missing Sean. Okay, okay. So I think I'm trying to remember what happened last time we talked, but it was at least a couple of years ago at this point. And I know you've put out a, an EP since then, and obviously you got more going on. But maybe just before we get into any of that, uh, how is the quarantine going for you guys? How are you dealing with this pandemic? Yeah, just, uh, I mean, the store is open again. So I've just kind of been uh, been going to work, trying to be as careful as possible. But uh, things are slowly, I guess, crawling back towards normal for, for myself anyways, though I know the world is far from it. Yeah, yeah. Have you had a chance to, you know, actually get together and practice over this time, or you've been all isolated until recently? Uh, we've been working on uh, a couple of little projects and stuff. We didn't for, I think we took almost uh, that first kind of two or three months off when things were really kind of touch and go. And yeah, just in the past uh, few weeks to a month, we've been getting together and doing stuff. We don't have any plans to do any uh, live performances. I know there's some venues opening up. But we're still kind of uh, we're still pretty trepidatious when it comes to that. So we're just kind of like uh, yeah, working on little recording projects and, and messing around and, and stuff. Cool. And I, if memory serves, you guys put out uh, was it a single not that long ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, we released a single. When was it now? Was it September? October? Yeah, it was so, last fall. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It seems like it was more recent than that, but the whole everyone's <laughs> timelines are just so screwed up at this point that yeah, yeah. So I mean, just kind of trying to come back to it after three months off, has it been has that been difficult for you guys to kind of like regain, I guess, the momentum you might have had rehearsing up to that point? Um, I, it's. I mean, I'd be curious to know what uh, what the other bands that you've been in, in, interviewing have been saying about this as well, because uh, like I know that personally for us, it really feels like right now is such a weird time to try and figure out exactly what the role of a band is yeah. in this, in this current kind of uh, the way things are right now. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, we're just kind of like doing things that are interesting to us. And um, like initially there was a lot of those um, uh, like Facebook live shows and people were doing stuff, uh, streaming events and that kind yeah. of thing. And, and then for us, uh, I was doing, because I was completely quarantined just by myself. 
So I was releasing like uh, like cover songs uh, through our social media. Yeah, I saw a bunch and, of those. Uh, yeah, and um, and then just uh, it's such a like reality seems to be kind of changing minute to minute right now, and I think that we're just kind of taking. Uh, not to be super cheesy, but kind of taking that ride and and uh, just seeing where we where we kind of land at the end of it right now. Yeah, well, it, you know, you met you're wondering how other bands have dealt with it, and I think it it it's radically different person to person. I mean, I've had some bands on here who live together, so they've been nothing has changed except for playing shows, right? And then others yeah. who have you know maybe they live in different completely different parts of town or different parts of the province, and they haven't had a chance even digitally to do anything. So it's it's right. I think it's almost kind of leveled the playing field for everyone because everyone's in a weird spot right now and once things finally get back to normal if they do it's kind of i don't think anyone knows what to do or, or how to deal with it or how to move forward yeah and in, even in terms of like from a creative standpoint i like anybody i talk to who's uh thinks of themselves as a creative in any way um i think that initially there was all these pre i mean there's a lot of preconceived notions about what this was going to be yeah. or, or, or not be when uh, when we were kind of standing at that precipice you know like that moment where we all kind of knew that this was going to happen but we didn't know how it was going to hit us or how intense it was going to be and that kind of thing and i think that for a lot of creative people the idea was well that maybe this would be a chance to really kind of like catch up on all these kind of projects that you've been putting off and whatever and i i know that for a lot of the people i know it's done exactly the opposite like sure. because there's no kind of uh, intake in terms of inspiration, you know? So yeah, it's just, uh, it's just very, very bizarre. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I've actually like been using the time to like get back into music and, and I've really had a good time just playing guitar and, and singing and, and what have you. But in terms of output, you know, it would feel like we're all kind of a little bit in limbo sure. right now. Was that the reason for the cover songs too? Just to to have something to play without kind of having to rely on on that. Basically, yeah. yeah it was. It was also. It was kind of. Uh, it was like there was. We weren't going to be able to get together as a band to kind of do those because we're all kind of you know in our own uh, little quarantines. So we would have been able to to do a live stream, and I could have done one solo, but I'm absolutely terrified of solo performance. Okay, so okay. It, it felt that. Uh, it was a little bit more uh, uh, secure for me to record uh, something and record just songs that I really liked, but had never had a chance. Like, I don't know if you saw, I did a week of Bowie songs. Yeah, yeah that was I, cool. I, yeah. Thank you. That was an opportunity to like, I've always loved Bowie. He might be, might be my number one, easily top five, but I didn't know how to play a lot of his stuff. And so that was an opportunity to be like, I'm going to sit down and like learn how to play a bunch of these songs. Like, cool. What is the, I may have asked you this one of the other times you're on the show, but I've forgotten at this point, but what is the songwriting process for this group? Like, I mean, is it a very collective thing and you need to be around each other for it or, or how, how does that kind of happen? I would say somewhat. I mean, the, the principal songwriter is definitely Chris and he'll tend to come to the band with a chord progression or an idea or something like that. But it's not exclusive. That's not exclusively how we write songs. We've sure. had songs that have been written by other members, just coming up with uh, a riff or a progression. But I'd say the the lyrics are exclusively Chris. But I mean, as the rest of the song progresses, it's more of a group effort. And I definitely think that we write better as a group yeah. than individually. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of um, uh, like I I I think that we're now at a lineup at this point. Actually, this would be a good time to. I'll answer your question, sorry, and sure. then we'll throw yeah. it over to introducing Kurt. Um, 
but uh, yeah, this is the lineup now where I think that we're most kind of comfortable uh, uh, collaboratively. And so as opposed to me coming in with a song that's finished and then everybody just kind of adding their parts. Sure. Uh, we're able to, uh, like, uh, on our EP, No Love, uh, or uh, what's this uh, EP called? Three songs. Three songs. Three very, songs. Invent- very inventive. Yes. Yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> you guys really that's, broke the mold on that one, yeah? Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, like a, a Leonard Cohen kind of. Totally, yeah. Songs from Maroon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lift, 10 new songs, songs yeah. from Maroon. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, like that song was the first song where it was the music, like that, that kind of those main riffs in that song were uh, completely Lindsay okay. and he, and he gave them to me and then I took them away and, and, and wrote it. And then we all kind of, and that was awesome. Cause that was the first time that we got to that point. But uh, yeah. So, uh, but uh, in, in other news uh, next to us here is our, is the freshman member of uh, gold mountain, our uh, latest and greatest bass player, uh, Kurt Whitmer. Cool. I, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been playing with him? Uh, since, I guess, fall of 2018. Oh, real? Okay, it's been a while so, then. So you're not that yeah, long. It's, yeah. No, I'm, since the, the last podcast. No, you, just never, you just never come to see any of our shows anymore. I don't go to anybody's shows. It's, not, it's nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I mean... I, I guess like you just said, Chris, that this is kind of your the line I feel most comfortable with. What has been sort of the... Uh, no, I don't want you to like shit on past members or anything because I'm sure they're all. Right. <laughs> so what what has been like the uh, what were you guys looking for? I guess because you've been through a number of lineup changes and you've kind of changed your sound a bit over quite a long period of time. Like what's what were you sort of hoping to find that you've now found with this lineup? Uh, so I always had this kind of like like I wanted to be in a band years and years and years before I actually was uh, even good enough as a musician to be part of a band. And uh, so I had lots of time to sort of like create like a fantasy football kind of version yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of my uh, ideal kind of group. And um, I think that, uh, you know, like there hasn't been any kind of uh, hard feelings or, or following a lucky in that respect that we're, we were friends with all the members and continue to be uh, after they've left. It's just that this dynamic uh I don't know, would you agree? Kind of works the best in terms of collaboration. It feels the most comfortable. Uh, it's not, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just, you know, you don't necessarily kind of pick the social circles you fall into. You know, sure. you don't pick, you don't pick the people you get along with best musically. And uh, the contributions to uh, the songs from those other members uh, were all great. But uh, you know, there's just a level of kind of ease and comfort with this uh, with this lineup that feels like I, I trust everybody uh, in this band uh, in terms of skill and creativity and what have you, and we're able to just kind of you know really just you know it, it's fun jamming with these guys. Yeah, I think to, uh, to to touch on that or to add to that, I think that like I've been in a number of different bands, and this band definitely demands the most versatility. I can see that, um, yeah, yeah. Of like of any project that I've ever been involved with, and I think finding people that have that that versatility is awesome and rare. Sure. And uh, I think, yeah, we're we're very lucky at this point to. Yeah, I would also I would also add specifically what the, you know if, if the question is what's the difference between this lineup and other lineups, I would say that the, the members the, this current lineup also has the most uh, free time 
Okay, that helps. That helps. <laughs> to, 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 to devote to this project, sure. like Gold, sure. Gold Mountain, really, I think that it's important that Gold Mountain, because of what Tabitha said, because of the kind of like the creative input that you're sort of that you have to be able to offer. Uh, it really should be your number one because uh, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be you. eat your life. <laughs> <laughs>
from from having heard, you know, I really like the EP, the, the the very creatively titled EP, and and from seeing you live and stuff too. It seems like there's definitely. Um, I don't know if it's I don't know if heavy is the right word, but there seems like an emotional involvement in what you guys are playing, whether it's just because of the subject matter of the songs or just kind of the. I'm trying to think of the way right way to describe it, but it, it seems like you guys are really into it in a way that maybe not every band is fully kind of uh, on board, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate that uh, that you got that because I think that that is important, uh, especially with our live shows that. Uh, you know, we have to be giving it a hundred percent and we're, we, it's important that we put that energy out into the room and, you know, hopefully the people, the audience uh, feels that as well. And we kind of, I always use the the phrase tossing the energy ball around, you know, like there has to be kind of like, a, like the room has to be kind of like rocking. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there's a level of passion that's you definitely have to like you know yeah you have to love it and feel it and stuff no day players on this project yeah 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 well then so uh kurt is the new guy how, how do you kind of get in tap into that emotional thing they have going on because i mean the two people you're sitting with here they've been in the band forever right i mean probably more yeah. than any other members and, and like so how, how do you kind of get into that vibe that they have which obviously works for them but it's 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 a, it's a thing right like they have a some kind of emotional connection going on with the audience um well when I, uh, when Sean contacted me about possibly joining, I had never even heard the band at all. Okay, I didn't okay. know any of the songs. It's like most people in that respect. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I hadn't been paying attention, honestly. Like, I just, I was actually kind of sorry I missed out on this, the evolution of this band, you know, like, cause they're, they've been, they've been around for a few years yeah. like, before I got in so but anyway <clears throat> i liked the songs when i heard them and uh so it was easy to i guess gel with them because you know it wasn't necessarily like what i was listening to at the time but yeah. it's you know turned me on to something that maybe i wouldn't have known that i liked you know so and also you know it allows me to explore like different aspects of playing and uh, it's a great challenge. I hadn't really played in a while, so um, I was up for the challenge. I really enjoyed learning the songs, and and then now we've been writing new songs, so it's uh, it's been really enjoyable. So cool. I guess it's just been really easy, you know. And we're like uh, we're very glad. To, I, I especially for personal reasons, I'm very glad to have Kurt aboard because Kurt was one of your original members of. Do you remember Hot Life Guys? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I remember like going to the album and seeing those guys, and those guys were kind of like the kings of the, or, you know, royalty, royalty of the school. I wasn't an original. No, member, I know. Right? Yeah, I, I went to elementary school with the original members. I know all those yeah. guys from back then. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I remember you being in the band for sure, and uh, and going to a million shows of the Albert and stuff. So, but that's a very different. I mean, that's another band with a, a very strong emotional energy. I guess I was you could say, call it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a very yeah. different one, right? I mean, I think that um, yeah. It's like both of those bands are very intense, but in a, in a different way. I mean, not not that Gold Mountain is softer, but it's it's like maybe less aggressive, but not any less of a bite to it, I guess, if that makes sense. You know, the, <clears throat> the same thing happened with Hot Lad guys. Um, their bassist was leaving the band, yeah. and their drummer contacted me because we knew each other from, you know, in a past acquaintance, and... You know, I, I didn't know any of their music. I hadn't heard them. But then you, I just kind of fell in love with it. And so that's kind of what's happened here again. You know, 
and it's been it's like 15 years later yeah. sort of thing so i don't know it's just i've been so lucky like in my uh, musical journey in life you know i've just had these awesome musicians that i've been so fortunate to play with you know it's been great so oh geez Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> i can see you looking uncomfortable as he's saying that yeah <laughs> It's just, yeah, just turned into a Barbara Walters interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just throw softballs at you all night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't see the tears, like, yeah, 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 yeah. glistening. Yeah, we're, just, we're sitting far away back from the camera. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, like, sobbing. Yeah, it's this good is an that, audio-only podcast. It's good that I'm not yeah. recording the video, right? Because, yeah, yeah, people yeah, see how devastated yeah. you are, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big cuddle puddle on this side of the on this side of the line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I guess, like, you know, through all the lineup changes and... and how would you say the sound has, has evolved to the point it's at now? Because, I mean, you have a sound that is identifiable as Gold Mountain, I think, throughout all of those sort of eras. But what is, like, if you've, if you've achieved your final form here, <laughs> what, what, is, what is that sound? Like, what, you know, what, 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 what do you think it's, it's, com, it's culminated in at this point? Well, I certainly think that, yeah, in terms of our lineup, I would say, yeah, we've achieved our final form. But, uh, uh, like, I... You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go on record right now and saying, like, once uh, any member of this current lineup decides they want to move on, then uh, whether it be uh, me or one of the other four, then I'll personally be moving on from Gold Mountain oh, really? as, okay. well, as well. Yeah, like, uh, this is the version of this particular band that uh, I was working towards. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, uh, but as, as far as, like, uh, sound goes, I yeah. think not, not achieving... Uh, finality in terms of uh, sound is what Gold Mountain sound uh, <laughs> <laughs> is. It, it should be. It should be like you know. Uh, we've joked before about kind of like uh, the worst question. The question we always are terrified of trying to answer yeah. is, is, is how to describe it. That's why sound. I didn't ask it this time. I kind of found a, ra- a roundabout way to get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and yet we're still. Yeah. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, I think that we've come to terms at this point where I've come to terms with them. It's like the whole idea is to not sort of rest on our laurels and there are, there are things that we do really well. But I think that we've also gotten to a point where now we're able to recognize, well, oh, that's very Gold Mountain. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe we should kind of like try and, you know, subvert uh, that kind of expectation or push ourselves to do something we wouldn't normally do. Uh, but I agree that uh, for sure... Uh, we definitely, uh, we definitely have kind of defined a gold, a gold mountain sound. Yeah, whatever you call it, right? Whatever you define it as, it's a thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's sort of like against all odds has become. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah, Skynet has become self-aware. Right, right. <laughs> is that desire to kind of subvert expectations? Is that new? Is that something that's new with this lineup? Uh, I, no, I, I think that. Well, I mean. I, I no, I, I, I maybe I misspoke. I don't think we're looking to subvert expectations. I think that we're more looking to not uh, repeat ourselves okay. uh, more specifically, and that's not new to this lineup. Uh, but I, I, I will say that it, it as in the past with uh, been as frustrating as maybe as it can be for a listener to try and uh, categorize us. It's also I will cop to it also being probably challenging for people in the band uh as well uh the the kind of like the what do you call it when something doesn't have it's kind of four formless and, and shifting all the time nebulous there you go i love that word i use yeah, it <laughs> yeah yeah that 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 is also like i you know 
it, it's definitely it's posed a share of challenges. You know, like it's hard to kind of like you know uh, know what you should be doing, yeah. what your role in the band is if 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 the roles are always kind of shifting. But I I I, I like that. I I I like the idea of always trying to do something a little bit different than the thing that we did before. Okay. And uh, I think that that's just become sewn into the fabric of what Gold Mountain is. It's a nebulous thing that's undefinable. Exactly.
how is that? I mean, because of the longevity of the band and because, you know, again, not to dwell on the lineup changes, but, you know, it, it looks a little different every time you guys kind of come out uh, out of whatever you're doing, uh, <laughs> out of hibernation. Um, right. What do you think is, how has that affected sort of the uh, the audience as it is for, for what you do? I mean, because, you know, it seems like you disappear for a while and then suddenly come up with something really cool and then you disappear again. Has that, has that kind of impacted your ability to sort of uh, maintain uh, an audience, or do you have a fairly strong... Do we have an audience? <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't an audience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had an audience to lose, honestly. Like, I, you know, I, mean, I don't mean you're going to lose it. I just mean, like, you know, maintaining whoever it is. I mean, I, you know, there definitely are people who like your band. Every time I, I see you playing a show or putting out an album, people are talking about it, and people are going to see you and stuff, right? So there, there's there's someone there who likes you. I like you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I mean, undoubtedly, it, that does make it harder, for sure. I mean, to kind of go away for a little bit and then come back, it's definitely, definitely affects it, for sure. As to what extent, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we have a, a reasonably dedicated amount of people that will come out regardless. I don't know that we have, like, there's ever been this huge wave of momentum in this band other than maybe, like, the very first record we put out. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but, he, but then, like, it was, like, literally kind of we had to take a break because there were just, like, things that fundamentally were not working within the kind of structure of the band. But, uh, and I don't know, I don't even know how, how intentional it is, uh, like I would like to say that now it would be now that we have this particular lineup now that Kurt's on board and and Sean's been with us for a couple of records now and stuff and uh, you know things were becoming about as sort of stable as it gets with uh, with us and then the whole world shut down yeah yeah basically right but um, yeah uh, yeah like I say like I say it's it's sort of tough to say I, I I never get the impression that we have a huge fan base I know there's people who like us and. Uh, you know, I, I'm internally grateful and it just boggles my mind that there would be somebody that I've never met who listens to a band that I'm in. You know, that's that's madness to me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I I don't I certainly don't feel that. I think we're just making the choices that need to be made uh, from a creative uh, perspective and or a lineup perspective sure. or, or whatever it is. We don't have like a management team behind us or like a sort of a business acumen that's going to be constantly kind of driving us. We've always been super DIY and with everything that we do and we have, uh, we're kind of driven by, you know, maybe my sort of like a, a foolhardy kind of uh, heightened sense of integrity and whatever, and what that means in terms of what we do and, and what we put out and how we do it and, and that kind of thing. And so if something doesn't feel right, like we just won't do it. Right. You know, and maybe that seems to, maybe that kind of ends up looking like we go away and come back, but we're always doing something. I don't think we've ever actually taken time off. This it's, is, this is the longest amount of time right. that yeah. we've ever taken off for sure. In the last seven years, I think. With the exception. With the, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. With, yeah. with the, with the exception of right after that first EP, when there was a pretty major kind of, uh, uh, like a, just a whole like lot of changes that happened or whatever. That was a couple of months or something. But yeah, other than that, we've been working pretty much steady. Cool. What is kind of in the cards now? I mean, again, as we talked about before, the future is 
unknowable because of the the pandemic and everything but do you have sort of a, a tentative plan for once things do eventually open up i would like to uh push us into uh some forms of uh different forms of media i think that that's one of the kind of aspects we haven't explored is we don't have any kind of presence uh in like on film or anything like sure. that and i'd really like to start experimenting with that uh with that genre because I think that uh, because of the sort of heightened kind of drama and, uh, and like you said, the kind of emotionality of our songs, I think that there's really kind of interesting visuals that could be explored potentially. And uh, I think we're all really excited to be able to play live again. It's yeah. just that, uh, and make another record, absolutely, uh, with new songs. It's just that, um, yeah, we were talking about it right before. Like, uh, it, like right now, it, everyone it, like you, it, it, the the current reality is very kind of like constantly shifting and it doesn't you know no one knows where exactly when and where we're going to land with it whatever. Yeah. and then and then also with all of the things going on with the uh with the rallies and the protests uh it also just personally i don't feel like like adding gold mountains kind of perspective to it right now i'd okay. rather just that you know, we sat back and let other people have the floor and speak right now and uh so it'll be we'll be quiet probably for another little for the foreseeable future not because we're not doing stuff or we're not itching to sort of play again or or do music again it's just because right now the world is is doing something else yeah does that well do you think that stuff will affect your songwriting having to just whether you're actively involved or you're sitting back and watching all this crazy shit happening and upheaval and protests and disease and everything, will that maybe affect the tone of what you're writing, if not the actual subject matter? Yeah, it absolutely will. Uh, I already have uh, some stuff that I've written that sort of deals with it. I just, uh, you know, I just don't think it's the time for, uh, you know, a a white male cisgender front man to be, you know, telling everybody what he thinks about it, you know. Uh, but, and then in terms of also like what the pandemic itself is going to, is going to inspire, like, again, like, I, I think it's because of it, it is a shifting nebulous, nebulous, good word. Yeah. (laughs) Reality. There, there's no way to, I think it'll take some distance from this, from all of this stuff to, to, in order to like build a little perspective. And, uh, so uh, but, you know, it's always like I find that in terms of my writing, uh, it's very uh, instinctual. And then I kind of look back on it after a little bit of distance. And I'm and I can, I'm like, oh, well, Christ, I was that's because I was going through this thing or I was thinking about this stuff. And this is obviously what that song is about. But okay. in the moment, it's not uh, I'm not the kind of writer who's able to sit at, sit with, you know, with a with a fucking, you know, like a quill and a and a. And a <laughs> Revolution, sure, you know, sure. And that, kind of, that kind of stuff. Like it's very boring like, fire in the background. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and like a sheep dog. And yeah, I was going to say satin robe, but sure, dirty yeah, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like just for instance, with your brain on drugs and hard light of day, uh, it was uh, it, the writing of those songs, and those are two songs that I think that lyrically I'm pretty proud of. I think as a band, we're pretty proud of musically as well. Um, uh, but in writing those songs, I was just sort of, you know, doing my thing, trying to write the the lyrics that sort of 
felt like the right kind of like story for what the songs were kind of vibing on. And, and, uh, I looked back and realized that when those songs were being written, I was going through a period of like personal kind of things and whatever. And it was like, Oh God, I was writing about that stuff, Yeah, you know? And so it'll definitely like, I think that it, once this sort of, once this kind of what's happening permeates and we all have some time to sort of actually reflect on it instead of constantly be living and breathing it every second, you know, then you'll start to see, I think, some very interesting stuff come out. Not necessarily from us. Yeah, know, sure, but, sure. But, well, I think about anybody, everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to be, everyone's affected by this in some way or another. And it's going to definitely, like you say, well, quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we're, like this is the, this is the most interesting thing because uh, like globally, everybody's being touched by the, the pandemic. And then uh, globally, everybody's, uh, you know, having a conversation about uh, racism For sure. and, uh, and systemic racism and institutional racism right now, because it exists in uh, it exists to some degree uh, in every in every culture. Like the protests that were happening in the States uh, reached as far as like, you know, we've had protests here. Sure. Uh, we had protests. Uh, there was protests in Australia yeah. because uh, because to them, not only are they acknowledging uh, the very real plight that uh, uh, black people in America are dealing with, but also their own, you know, uh, problems with the, their indigenous culture. Sure. Our, our problems with that, with our indigenous culture, the way they've been mistreated over the, over the years and that kind of thing. So uh, we're like, it's like the entire world is like going through this sort of simultaneously. It's, it's a very like, I don't, this is the strangest, possibly most surreal period of time that I've lived through. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, I often wonder about how, you know, people who are playing music who grow up with this. Like, I mean, you know, thinking about my kids, I don't know if they'll ever start bands, but they're in elementary school. My oldest... God, is... hopefully they don't. Don't let them. <laughs> well, like, my oldest is going to middle school next year, like, in the fall, right? And, I mean, that wow. was, that's when I started a band, when I was in, in junior high. And, like, right. none of this was going on when I when I did that. So, like, you know, if she, if she does that, she's all everyone in that band, if they start one, will have had this experience of living through a pandemic which has right. got to be a weird influence on whatever they end up doing. And there's going right. to be a whole generation of kids like that, that this has been part of kind of their just their experience, like not seeing friends and not being able to go to school and all this stuff. So it'll be interesting Absolutely. to see how it affects them. No, very true. I, I like, I know that there's with a lot of, uh, uh, sixties bands, uh, there seems to be this common thread of, uh, 
like uh, they all kind of remember uh, like World War Two, totally. like, uh, like like British invasion bands and whatever, and that yeah. kind of fucking stuff. Uh, they'll all have stories about like, you know, cause it was just, even if they didn't experience it, they would hear stories from their parents who would experience it and that kind of thing. And that was the, that was something that defined an entire generation. Totally. And it only happens, you know, I don't even know if it does happen to every generation, uh, or it certainly happens maybe on a spectrum uh, with, with things like that being on the further end. And I think also things like this being on, being on that kind of like more intense end of the spectrum, yeah. because we are feeling it all so intently all at the same time. For sure, yeah. And, uh, we, so, we, we maybe won't even see until, like, maybe, and maybe it's not going to be, you know, me or, or people my age that write those songs or make those movies or, or whatever. It's going to be, like, like you said, like your kids and stuff. They might have to grow up with this experience in their psyche and yeah. they'll learn how to palate, how to process it later on. And, well, and you're, you're, you know, someone your age, your, your opinion on it you, and your view on it and the way you kind of interpret that creatively is just necessarily going to be different right because of because Absolutely. of where you are in life when this is happening and it's it's both could be equally valid but it's just yeah it'll be interesting to see what comes out well, of this. I'll, I'll say this like as you know as you get older you just get so tired all the time yeah and <laughs> you know like uh i i'm somebody who uh you know was uh, very very uh passionate uh about about a lot of things uh, at a very young age and then as time went on uh, you sort of learn to become, I don't want to say complacent, but, you know, you become used to things, yep. you know, and uh, whether you like them or not. And I think that that's what's happened in a lot of ways uh, is we just got used to these uh, these things that happen in, in our in our societal structures. And it just got to a point where like, a you know, the straw broke the camel's back and we all just woke up and like, like, like you know, we can't, this is not sustainable. This is, you know, what's happening. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad that it is. It's, it's, it's terrible that it took, uh, as many, took as many lives being lost as it did. Yeah, to us, you know, for but, sure. Uh, well, that's a real, it's uh, it's a, it's a downer, uh, downer direction to take this interview, but no, you're right. You're right though. I mean, it's, it's such a big thing that you can't, you can't really avoid it. Right. I mean, even yeah, if you I, I, yeah. I knew coming in, like coming here, I was, I was kind of, kind of got this, like, I, I was like, oh God, like, it's so hard to like even talk about, you know, like knowing what to talk about. I know. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. we've all been just kind of like, you know, on the internet or watching TV and seeing these, these things unfold day to day and stuff like, but by all means we can change the subject. Well, I think maybe, uh, maybe a more positive thing would be if people, you know, are, whether they're hearing about you for the first time on this show or they remember you from the before time and want to find out what's going on, what's kind of the best way to, to hear your music that you have out now and find out more? Is, that, is that how we're referring to pre-pandemic days? The before time, yes. That's what I'm calling it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's Lord of the Rings. Before COVID, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the... What's the uh, ideal way to find your music online or uh, find oh. out what you guys are doing as far as potential future shows down the road? And Sam, thank you, thank you so much for asking that question. Uh, <laughs> because we just recently, coincidentally enough, uh, yeah, where all of our stuff is now up for streaming on all the on all the, so you can check us out on whatever platform you use, be it uh, iTunes or or what have you and stuff. Okay. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, we're up, we're up there. Yeah. And then what if you're old and stubborn and set in your ways like me and you don't listen to any of that stuff? How can I find your music? If I want to get, you know, can, can I, can, is there band camp, things like that where people can actually buy physical copies? No. 
Um, yeah, did you get the? Did you get a chance to hear the last single or no? I did. I, I, I did listen to it online. I, I don't. It's not my preferred method of listening to things, but yes, I did listen to it. I'll get you. A, I'll get you. A, I'll get you a copy of the CD. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll DM after this, and I'll uh, I'll drop one in your mailbox. That sounds. We had a we had a limit a limited number of, of physical okay. CDs. That's not why you didn't get one, but no. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there was just only so many. Yeah, we couldn't give you one because we had like X amount, and oh, cool. Kurt's got a big family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm personally insulted, and yeah, I'm never gonna talk to you guys again. But that's we okay. like, it, was like, it was like it was like we were doing seating arrangements, like for a wedding. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I just don't think we can fit seven, maybe at the kids' <laughs> table, but I don't know. <laughs> But uh, that's great. I mean, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to hearing it again. But um, what if, uh, can, what's uh, you've, uh, I'm interested to know how you've been faring with that. Uh, you have two kids or three kids? Two kids. Two kids. How have you been doing the homeschooling thing? And yeah, uh, well, I've been working from home. I'm, I've been working the whole time. So okay. uh, it's been interesting. But they, but they've been home as well. They've been home. My wife works. My wife works from home. She has a home business, so she's right. home and I'm home, and so we've we've made it work. Uh, it's it's different though. It's definitely it's it's a weird situation that I, I never thought would ever happen you know no i didn't see it coming surviving though i mean you know the kids are doing well we're doing all right it's just it's yeah i mean it's, just, it's the same thing as, as any, anyone else right everyone's just making it up as they go along and trying their best to to make things seem normal which is really difficult to do when you got kids because yeah you know it's not normal and do they like what is their kind of like are they just kind of like oh like mom and dad are home all the time now and so it's you know kind of a big party all the time or are they kind of like like how does it seem to I I think that that kids in general and this is not just mine this is what from what I've heard from other parents and stuff is they all just they're just really bummed out that they miss their friends and I mean oh, you yeah. know they're all talking all the time on on FaceTime and all these apps and things but it's not the same right I mean you know right. at least I have two of them so they can hang out together but there's a certain point where, you know, especially the older one wants to hang out with their actual school friends. And it's, yeah, yeah, and, and it's, I don't think that necessarily talking for half an hour on a, like what we're doing right now is, is, is good enough. And I, I hope that things get, no, it's not good enough for me either. I can't wait to, yeah. to find you, find you and give you a big smooch. Right on. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, th I think everyone is right. Cause we, I mean, like I, I'm doing these twice a week from home and it works well and it actually gives me more time to work on them because I'm not driving halfway around the city, but right. there's definitely a connection that's missed. I think doing them remotely than there is if I'm just hanging out in a room. Like if I was hanging in a room with you, I think the conversation would be the same. I'd be asking the same questions, but there's, I think you can hear on a recording a bit more warmth, uh, when you're just in yeah. a room with someone rather than doing it over the phone. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The, the, the kind of the vibe is, is, is different. Yes. So for, uh, it's good for my laziness. I don't have to leave the house and like, you know, I can use the <sighs> pandemic as an excuse, but yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's different. It's different. And how is like has every sorry I I don't no, need to, be, to interview you go for it but uh, um, I'm curious as to like uh, are are all your interviews with bands basically sort of like centered around how like their perspective on how they're kind of coping with this situation and what that means to them and whatever like how COVID centric are the interviews it comes up every single time whether I bring um, it up or whether the guest brings it up it, it it's since this started every interview talks touches on it at some point. Some of them yeah. get way more into it, depending how it's affected the artist. But it always gets brought up at least once, not even intentionally. It just sort of, you know, because you're talking about what someone's working on right now, and even if I don't ask about it, it'll be brought They're up like, because yeah, yeah, it's uh, not much. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I'm just doing live streams or something, right? And it's like that naturally just 
brings this situation up again. So this will be weird to listen back to some of these in a couple of years, assuming we've progressed past the pandemic because they're all so focused on this, this strange thing that's happening. Absolutely. Like I, I, I thought that's one of the reasons I kind of reached out to you is because uh, I was sort of like, it would be so interesting to just have a document yeah. uh, of like what, like COVID era interviews. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. You know, we're, we're living, uh, we're living through history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I decided to keep doing going with it because I could have just as e- just as easily stopped, you know, sure, and said, "Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a break." Uh, but this has kind of made me want to do this more because uh, not that I have more time because I don't really because I'm still working and still have kids and stuff. But it's uh, I don't know the fact that I can I, it gives me more you're, options to reach out. What is it? What is it? You say you're working from home now? Are you working from home or no? I'm working from home. Yeah. So you're you're right. You're a writer, right? Yeah, yeah. I work as a journalist. I work. I write the news basically. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So, so you probably so you probably have, you're on the front lines for a lot of this crap. So a lot of the stuff I'm writing about all day. Yeah. Anyway, you know, so it's just like COVID. But it's kind of died I'm down. Sorry, I shouldn't have said. I I want to say I didn't mean to say this crap. I didn't mean to be dismissive. Of no, that, no, no, no. It's. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I'm definitely embedded like within all of this stuff happening all the time, which is, I think maybe makes me want to do this even more because this is kind of a an escape from that. Even if we're still talking about it, it's it's it's. I get to do the the music interviews and talk about the stuff that I want to talk about rather than just you know writing about oh there's three people dead this week and you know sort of thing so yeah yeah absolutely uh i uh, i i would say that i would say for us as well you know at a, a band at our level we don't certainly get uh asked to do a, a lot of press you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty but, much just this yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but i i will say that anytime uh it has come up to like any kind of interview i've, I've been like i run away and hide uh, hid uh, because uh, the idea of being uh, doing interviews is kind of terrifying to me. Right. Uh, but uh, it's always been like I've like I've come to look forward to to, to uh, I think that ever since we bonded over our mutual love of Nirvana. Right. Uh, there's been I just feel comfortable with you. Yeah. Well, you don't <laughs> seem like someone who's afraid of doing interviews. Uh, well, at least when I've done them, you, you seem very you know uh, open and and willing to talk about whatever. And well, that's not... just it. That's just, that's, that's you, baby. All right. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap this up, though, um, people want to find your, your music. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, all that stuff. Uh, Bandcamp as well? It's on Bandcamp, yes. And uh, if someone wants to find out, you know, they might hear this six months from now, what you guys are doing as far as maybe shows are happening again. Maybe you have an opportunity to, you know, someone can go see you. How do they find out about that stuff that's happening? Oh, um, same way as... Either so social media, either right? Instagram. We have an Instagram or a. Oh yeah, we'll plug the. Okay, yes, uh, we'll plug the. Find us on Facebook, on in, on Instagram and stuff. We're there on Twitter. Cool. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, content on Instagram and, and Facebook that you wouldn't be able to get on record or on uh, streaming sites or whatever. So okay. if you if you're into if you're into the band, then uh, go there and there's exclusive, I guess, stuff. And it's actual content, not just like you guys eating sandwiches or something, right? Is that not content? Well, it's content. <laughs> but uh... Uh, no, there's like yeah, I mean, like literally right now, it, it, there's something like ten or something somewhere between ten and twenty like uh, live uh, like or me uh, like playing uh, songs, right, or, right. or something and what have you. And uh, we're working on uh, something uh, that's you know we don't really know when it's going to come up. It'll it'll be exclusive to social media. Oh, cool. And, uh, and maybe YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Well, people should stay tuned for that. And obviously, uh, you know, I hope that 
things do change soon so you guys can get back out there and then start playing shows again and maybe i can actually get out to see one again Sam, nice. if you this is our is this the what is this this is the third time on on your show potentially now, yeah. Potential. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that mean there's maybe there's maybe some other ones that we don't remember doing? Yeah, there might be. Yeah, no, I think third sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. Uh, that and how many times have you seen us play? Twice. I know. Not even one per episode. There you go. Yeah. So you got to be there at the next show. I got to be there at the next show. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot for doing this. I'm glad. Always glad to catch up. Always uh, fun to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, thanks for having thank us. You. Right on. Okay.